Hey everybody and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today I have on the line with me Jeremy. What it is. And Ricochet Rory. Greetings and salutations. Is that how you're gonna introduce me all the time? No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Let's start over. No, we'll have to start over. I'll just... That was better with Boston. You'd be like, Rick, that's Oh, 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 okay. So that's how how you feel. Hmm. Dang, I can't even say it, huh? I gotta let Jamal the only one that can say it. No, well, yeah. All right, so on today's episode, we are actually going to talk about the book of Job and just a little um, synopsis and not a whole one because we'll fill it in. But um, the book of Job is a book of God's love and it tests believers. It paints a picture of how we can become so wrapped up in ourselves and and the things that we do. And so a lot of people don't even like the book of Job because they see it as um, God torturing Job, but it's a hidden message in there. Um, Job Job was good, but his motives was wrong. You ever see a lot of uh, people that that's out there doing good, but the intentions behind it, you can kind of tell that it's not right. And so Job and his friends, they basically treated God like one big vending machine, meaning if I put something in, then I'm going to expect to get something back out. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. So for example, if you go to church or whatever, you put $5 in, you're expecting to get $50 back. And so Job was more about himself and the sacrifices and giving praises to himself, like walking around like he was a God or something like okay god i helped sister mary get out of the snow i gave ten thousand dollars to the goodwills of catholic charities so now what are you gonna do for me that that vending machine mentality and so um chapter one it kind of like start out where it gives a, a background about Job and the family or whatever but then satan and the sons of god they go they go to God and then this is kind of where it started chapter 1 verse 7 the Lord said to Satan from where do you come and then Satan said to God from roaming about on the earth and walking around it so that's telling us that Satan is out here on the earth busy looking for people's lives to disrupt and so the Lord said have you considered my servant Job? For there is nobody like him that's on the earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. So then Satan says, so so what are you saying? Job don't fear nothing? So Satan like, you know, what's up? What you saying? Have you not made a hedge of protection around him on every side? Have you... Um, not bless the works of his hands and his possessions and increase the land, increase his land. And so Satan said, so God, put forth your hands now 
and touch all that he has. And I bet he gonna curse you. I bet he gonna get mad at you. I bet he gonna turn away from you. And so then God said in verse 12, all that he has, Satan, is now in your power. But do not put forth your hand on him. And so Satan left God. And so Satan had to get the permission from God to even bother Job. And so that's where we're going to start off at. One of y'all want to go first? Uh, I mean, if Jeremy wants to go first, it's okay. If not. Oh, no, do your thing, Rory. I command. Oh, uh, I was just like, I was listening to what you were saying about the, the synopsis and everything and about uh, what uh, Job's heart condition was and uh, I also wanted to add to that that it uh, also addresses uh, the the odyssey uh, of of it all and that the odyssey means about the vindication of God you know what I mean it just like answers the question of why God why God why a good God permits, permits the manifest, manifestation of evil Okay, you know, thus resolving the issue of the problem of evil. Like, basically, why does God permit evil in the world? So, you know, Job's a wealthy dude, uh, comfortable, and doing his thing, chilling. Like you said, you know, he's doing his thing as far as being a advocate for others and you know, pillar of his community. But he also is expectant of, you know certain treatment you know what I mean uh, then you know here comes Satan basically you know and God and, and then God kind of like puts a light on Job like yo look at my man you see you see that that's that's loyalty that's how it's supposed to look and Satan came and I'm like okay see the only reason you like that is because you give him everything you take everything away from him you'll see his true colors and you know here's where a lot of folks like kind of like have a, an issue with the way uh, I don't know the way of God may operate or whatever if that's the right just the words but you know he's, he allows Satan to have his way with Job's life as long as you don't take it and right. that kind of like has people kind of like scratching their head like so what we a game or something like you know what I'm saying it's just like just do whatever right. you want with me to make a to make a, uh, an, you know, to, to like a spectacle of me, you know, because that's kind of, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we like I said, we're going back and forth discussing our opinions, but this is my opinion, like, it just seems as if, like, you know, they just did a display for everyone to see all the angels or whatever to kind of see that, you know, my Lord, my, 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 my subjects will always be loyal to me, despite the mistreatment or treatment that they get. So, yeah, um, he had, he had the wealth, he had a beautiful family, material comforts, and, you know, Satan just started stripping it all away. I mean, and, and stripping it away, like taking it everything. And uh, he, he got tested, like, really, really fast, really hard, too. Like, you know, so... <clears throat> it's, uh, yeah, it speaks to me about that, like you said, the theodicy about it, like, why does God allow, good, like, bad things to happen? So, you know, Job is an interesting book, yeah, indeed. Yeah, I, I, I like so, the um, I like the the idea of like the spotlight 
being down on the person. You know, like all these people down and you just zone in on drugs. Go ahead, James. So, um, what I got out of it was Joe would represent a rich man today. And we know how um, how you can get tied up into tangible things, how you can get tied up into, um, you know, like like where we said, dude was rich. You got 7,000 sheep. I don't know how much 7,000 sheep was worth in his era, but today 7,000 sheep is a lot of sheep. You know, 3,000 camels. I don't even know how much one camel costs. But I'm sure 3,000 of them isn't cheap. You know, he had 500 ox and 500 donkeys. So he was so well off to the point where I think the devil was like, this dude can't, he can't love God based off God just being him. He got to love God only off these materialistic things. So let's, let me start taking them. I guarantee he'll curse God because in, in today's society, I don't know about back then, but today... Most, most of these people that praise God and yada, yada, yada. But let me pause you for a minute because like what you just said, it goes back to that vending machine mentality, right? So Satan mm-hmm. was like, um, I know, you know, that Job will uh, probably crumble and cave, right? He's right. not going to stick in there with it, right? And so Job was walking around there feeling like, yeah, I'm the man. Right, he probably was cocky, right. Yeah, I accomplished all this by myself. Do do y'all remember when Oprah opened up her own church and she was walking around like, ain't no God. I did all of this by myself. And so those were the pictures, you know, that I was painting. But go ahead. Oprah did that? I just wanted to, oh yeah. I didn't know that. What? So, so I'm just a a believer that, um, like I said today, there's so many people that you see, especially on social media, that are praising God after they got their riches. You know, before they got it, they didn't think of a God. So in their mind, you know, I got all this. I love God now. But it's like when he when he or if he takes it from you, can you still love him when it don't look good to you? And like Rory said, I mean, dude went through it. I mean, he got his ass woe out. OK, so let's you know, go back. Let's let's go back. Okay. Hey, before you before you start, real quick, can I just say something? I researched how much a camel costs. A camel costs seventeen thousand. A pregnant one, seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> I was curious when you. And he had okay, Roy. Roy, he had like three thousand. Yeah, multiply that by three thousand real quick. Damn. Let's see. Let's see what that number is. Three thousand, no, 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 no. three thousand by seventeen. That's not thirty feet. So okay, uh, man, we just talking about camels. We just talking about just camels, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm saying seventeen thousand times three hundred times three thousand. Fifty-one yeah. million dollars worth of camel. Of camel. <laughs> Here I am talking about fifty thousand. So I I you get what I'm, I'm saying, like. Yeah, the devil was like, bring Whoa. your ass right here. Look, the devil was like, come Whoa. on. Yeah, yeah. Man, he was balling in, just in camels alone. <laughs> man. He gave $50 million uh, worth of camels. I had, I had to research when he said, I'm like, wait, 3000 I didn't know he said, I thought he said 3000 Wow. My man, Joe. Shout out to Joe, man. anyway i'm sorry back to you you're fine so um i always 
teach about how God always leaves a witness. Like, no matter what, it's always one person left, right? And so when the story started kicking it off, a messenger had to come to Job to tell him about every part that took place, right? So the first messenger came to Job about his oxen and then the servant. And he was just like, man, it just went down. Your oxen is dead, your servant's dead, and I'm the only one who lives. But before that man can get that out, the next one was running. And he was just like, a fire burnt up the sheep and your servants. And by the time that servant can get it out, that man came and was like, you know, the camel's gone, the servant's dead, and I was the only one left. And so it kind of repeats itself. And then another person came and said, okay, your son's is dead, your daughter's dead, and the house like blew away in the wind or something. So Job was standing there, can you imagine a devastation? You know, it was like blow after blow after blow after blow. And Satan, I'm probably just sitting there laughing like, look at this nigga now. Now what he gonna do, God? I bet he gonna curse you out now. I bet he he, gonna curse you out now. I was saying, that's my next next comment, right? So so it's like, so it's like, okay, you know, God, so now what is he gonna do? But in all of this, Job still never really made reference to God. He was still talking to himself. And I feel like that's why he was tortured for so long, right? And so after he got the last message about his family, it makes me think about when our cousin Dewan, girl Janine, and the baby got burnt up on 21st. Do you remember when they burnt set the house on fire over there on 21st by Marchtown? Yep. When they, yep. um, he was beefing with some people and they came and they threw the cocktail in there. Yep. Set the house didn't on care fire. about them being in and there. Then, yep. No, and, and his baby mama and the baby died. And so that made me think about that moment when I read that. You know, no way to get out. And so Joe just fell to the ground. He shaved his head bald ripped his stuff off and just fell to the bed. I mean, fell to the ground. And so, but then Satan had to go back to God again to get more permission, you know, to keep torturing him, to keep bothering him. But God said the same thing. Yep, you can keep going. Just don't kill him. Just don't touch him because we trying to see what he made of. We trying to see how durable he is. And so then when stuff going on in your life, and it just seemed like you taking blow after blow after blow after blow. You have to remember whose you is. Right? Because if you get caught up in anything else, you're not going to make it. Job knew whose he was. He was a believer, but he never said it from his mouth. He was he was fussing on the inside. He was mad. Like this some BS. You know what I'm saying? And so then Satan comes back and then cover my man in boils from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. He was unrecognizable. You know, he was unrecognizable. And so when by the time Job's friends come, what the fuck y'all doing here? I I don't want to be bothered with nobody, you know, and his wife, his friends came after his wife. His wife like, man, Job, you know, we might as well just, you might as well curse God and die. He like, you just can get out of here. You know, <laughs> you can just get away from me. You you ain't got nothing good to say. You know, what you saying right now sounds stupid. Just, you know, just go. I don't want to be bothered. Right. Y'all got something to say in that part? Well, no, they, 
I got some. I got some. Um, the lack of support from the wife kind of exposed her weaknesses too, and her uh, her actual faith in God because she never motivated him to go to God. She never, she never referenced God too. So it's like you were a materialistic person too because now you're telling him to denounce God because he don't have something or because he's going through pain. But I'm sure when when the up and up was good and they had fifty one million dollars worth of camel, I'm sure she was yes, Lord. But Job says that, right? Job says that to her. He said, you know, when we was doing good, it was good. But now that it's bad, this is what you want to tell me. That's in that scripture too. That's in there. Go ahead. So she been. So she was pretty much faking it the whole time. I think she was just comfortable, and she just you know when she seen her comfortable. Her, her level of comfort was disrupted. She looking like, what the hell did you do? Or what we do? You know what I mean? This is crazy. Say something. Do something. You, this is your buddy. You know, God, your God. You know what I'm saying? Talk to him. This makes no sense. You know, cause, you know, not to interrupt you, but in chapter three, uh, that's where it got real interesting. You know I mean? You mentioned his friends. And it, in chapter three, it, 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 uh, it talks about how instead of cursing God, Job laminates the night of his conception. And the day of his birth, you know what I mean? And then how he talks about death, like he wants it, like he longs for death, but it doesn't come. And you mentioned his three friends, the friends that came to visit him. Uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna butcher the names and everything, but uh, one's like the Eliphaz, the ter- the Terminate, uh, about Bildad, the Shuhite, and so far, the Namatite. They had some really, they had some, it was three of them that they talk about. It was three. Pretty dope names. Yeah. yeah, so they fun. come, yeah, they come holler, you know, they come talk to him and they basically, they accuse him of sinning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is your fault. Whatever you did, you deserve this, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is this is why you get it. You know what I mean? He basically calls them miserable comforters. You know what I mean? Let it be known that, you know, y'all some, y'all ain't, y'all, like you said earlier, you know, y'all ain't coming, y'all, y'all some haters, basically. And this shit ain't helping. You know, y'all not said helping. For what, seven, seven days in silence? Yeah, well, they all did. They all did. So when they got there with Job, they took their robes off too, right? And so they all laid there for seven days and seven nights in silence together. And then so once Job finally spoke, you know, that's that's when he started going off. Like you said, uh, Ricochet, he was just like, you know, why why my mom even had me? You know, you, you could have just aborted me and got rid of me. I didn't have to go through none of this stuff. You know, right. he was feeling some kind of way. He was depressed, yeah. you know. And then do y'all have a moment, right? Can y'all feel Joe? What you saying yeah. to me right now don't effing matter? Do you not know what all I just lost? I just lost everything. And now I got a nagging woman sitting here trying to talk to me after losing all of this. And now here y'all come. What y'all want? Right. What can you do for me right now? Let me go through this stuff by myself. Why am I still here? Can I just go jump from a cliff? Shoot me down. How you gonna and take everything from me? You might as well. Why 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 didn't you take me? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and that's where the odyssey comes in. That's where he starts to really start to see God as others. You know, he sees God as among others, like intrusive and suffocating, unforgiving and obsessed with like destroying you know, his, uh, his, 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 his loyal subject, you know, he's seen him as angry, 
and and then he seen him as like you know look you know fixated on on you know punishing his people you know what i mean sees him as hostile and sees him as destructive he starts to see him in a whole different light you know and for a little bit you know what i'm saying he so so people were would you say were would you say so people were exposed then i mean he was it, it, they they were definitely uh doubtful you know what i mean he's he, he talking about exposed as far as like uh seeing for what they really were i don't yeah, know about that why yeah, yeah, I think that people. I think that people were like say when the faith got tested and when when the shit the fan, folks really got real doubtful. I don't know if their faith completely waned because I feel like as human beings we all question why God why when certain things happen when babies die when we have our shortcomings. Man, it could be the smallest thing. Like you know what I'm saying. You could be walking out the house. You slip down the stairs. You be mad as hell, like, damn, man, why? Why me? I'm already late for right, work. Right, why right. the hell you bothering me? You know, so it'd be the smallest thing that could shift your whole attitude from, you know, you know, God is good, God is great, you know, to why me? You know what I'm saying? What the hell? You know, you let, you know, killers get away. You start to really go down that rabbit hole. So, you know, it, it so it, it makes you shift the focus, you know, to, from, you know, the, 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 love, the love and righteousness of God to, you know, why are you picking on me? It, 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 you get can, selfish. Everybody does. Right. It. Can I, everybody can I does share? It. Can I? Can I share an experience why I did say that and like really meant it? Like I had a, a motorcycle accident a couple years ago where I hit a tree and I broke my legs, dislocated my knee, toe all this, dislocated my shoulder, yada yada yada. And I remember when I like figured out what happened, I was like, God, what the hell did I do? I never doubted him. I just didn't understand. Like, I actually cried. And I didn't cry because I was hurt. <clears throat> the physical pain wasn't bad at all. It was my feelings were hurt. You know, I was like, damn, I ain't, you know. But I, I can say after the fact, um, I learned a lot about myself. And people were tested. That's why it reminds me of Job. I saw who really would be in my corner when things got bad. It's so easy to be my friend or anybody's friend when things are going good. When it gets shaky, that's when you test friendship. And that's why I say I feel like they were exposed because that situation exposed a lot of people that said, you my bro or you my guy. And it's like, hey man, I haven't ate in 12 hours. Can you please go to McDonald's for me? You know, I can't walk. You know, I got the money. If you're not busy, um, I I gotta, it's like, no, never mind. I'll be dead by the time you figure it out. Don't worry about it. Keep doing your thing. So that's why I referenced them being exposed. It's like it got ugly and y'all niggas didn't do no motivating. You know, yeah. you told yeah. the wife, you didn't told the man curse God and die. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Curse God. They, Damn. You know why? Because they looking at they looking at like, bro, you are suffering. I mean, you could that that right to me right there, that kind of put that kind of makes me feel like, man, whatever he was going through was unbelievable for somebody to see that it's almost like you see somebody hooked up to a ventilator you know they're in a vegetable state and you're looking at everybody who's trying to you know prolong this you're looking at them like what are y'all doing pull the plug let this go you know what i mean there's no point of trying to you know save him he's gone but those then but those are who have faith you know don't see it like that they like is he still in there you know what i'm saying and there's a chance for him to come back and there have been miraculous incidents where that has happened there have been incidents where that happened but you know i i, I kind of equate that to that you know 
but you know cause what are you going to do you know what are you going to do in that situation but feel sorry for somebody you want to suffer in the end you know what I mean Yeah, but nowhere in that, you know, did they pray with Joe, you know, or they 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 beat him up even more. Right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't encourage him nowhere. That's why I always be like, get you some friends that's gonna build you up. You know, that's gonna pray for you. That's gonna encourage you and and help you through. His friends showed up and blamed him. They questioned him, What what did you do, Joe? Right. Because you know what? That's so much easier said than done because friends, you don't meet friends and they automatically tell you that they're not going to be good. You know, that's, it's hard to do. Look how many people, and we've all been through our seasons recently, but look how many people been exposed to us or we've seen them for what they really are and wind up cutting people who verbally said they would always be on our side or they would be disloyal and it's like I I hate to go through stuff but I love it because I learn a lot like yeah your block list is pretty long there friend hell yeah add it up you know what I'm saying add it up because I love hard and I know what I do for my friends so if I call you my friend that means something so if you're not willing to match what I'm willing to do for you then you a leech bye bye adios adios right fuck about it okay so then what happens with Job after the friend so they just go on this tangent you know just period but towards the end Job finally says from his mouth I know that you're a God and that you could do all things right and without you basically I wouldn't be And, and so God is listening to him and Job just like I hear you now you know I'll speak, you say something to me, I'm going to do. You give me the instructions, I'm a go. I'm a believer. You know, now my eyes see. I see what it is. I see what's up. I know you the man. I know it's not me. I know it's not me walking around here saying, you know, that, that I'm the man, that I control all of this, that I'm doing all this stuff by myself. You know, now I finally can see it now, and I thank you. You know, he became a little bit more humble. So... God was pleased with Job, but he was upset with his dang on friends. Again, he, he was mad at them. So he made his friends go and bring back some of their wealth to give to Job. They all had to do it. And if Job didn't accept it, then God was going to get rid of them. So it was up to Job to say, yes, you know, I accept this. And like, I, I accept y'all apology. You know what I'm saying? Right. I accept y'all apology. But if Job would have been like, no, they would have been out of that. Because God was that mad. And so in all of that, God restored everything for him. So um, it says the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord increased all that Job had in twofold. So Job ended up becoming humble. He ended up becoming a believer. He ended up praying and was still praying for his friends. And God gave him double for his troubles, for everything that he went through. So double kids, double wealth, double everything. Yeah. A new a, a new wife. You know what I'm saying? Gave him a new, gave him a new chick. 
<laughs> gave him a new wife. Like, yeah, you well, had to nothing. get up out of there. You Here's know? a new one for you. Here you go, God, God was showing out with that. Yeah. But, but you know, they, when you talked about uh, Job was given, uh, you know, how he gave in to, you know, God's, uh, what, what God was doing, he, it wasn't until God kind of like addressed it. And, and without addressing it, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like it talks about how God spoke from a whirlwind and he didn't really speak about Job's suffering nor defend, you know, define justice nor into into like a confrontation that Job asked, like, you know, why me? Why he didn't he didn't do any of that. Or response to his, you know, his 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 whole uh thing about I'm innocent, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even do nothing. He basically came at him like, Where were you at when I laid the foundation of the earth? Like who are you? You know, who are you to tell <laughs> who are you to tell me what what you know, what are you I'm I, 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 this is me, man. I, I got you, right? You know, you talking about things that and then Job talks about the lack of knowledge of things beyond himself, which he did not know. You know what I'm saying? Well, so then he, well, so that's look, he, let, let's read some of that. You 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 got it pulled up. Well, it talks about I'm, I'm looking, I'm referencing uh Job forty two uh forty one forty two or just uh, just uh, Job uh chapter forty two verses one through six. And this is just a condensed, uh, uh, you know, reading. And it basically talks about how Job makes his final responses, confessing God's power and his own No, I want you to go back. Go back. I want you to go back to where he, 41, ain't it 41 or where you was talking about, like, did you, did you make this? That's, that's what I want. Well, that's back in chapter 38. Yeah, we're back in, we're we're talking about. Do it start in 38? Yeah, and like I said, everything I'm reading right now is like a condensed version, like almost like the book of Job for dummies. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm not reading, I'm not actually reading from the Bible itself. So everything I'm kind of like, it's like all like bullet points and things like that. So I don't have to have, I don't have the actual scripture okay, at so hand. In chapter 39, not to cut you off, so remember where you was at, right? So, so in God started talking to Job, period, right? And so he goes on his rampage, you know, and it's kind of like, who can count the clouds by the wisdom or, or tip the water jars out of heaven? And and so all of these things, you know, can you hunt for pray, for the prey of the lions? Um, do you know the time that the mountain goes give birth? Like, if you can't answer none of these questions, like, why are you even talking, Joe? You know, you, you, you need to just be quiet because I'm the man around here. So this was like a conversation with with God that Job was having. That I just kind of wanted to touch on that because you you touched it, but you didn't say that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess like I, I don't. I got like the, the condensed version of everything. So yeah, he can bullet points. He, he, he can he confronted Job. He wore him out. Yeah, he came in like, who are you? Who? First pretty of much, all, pretty much. First of all, you ain't rap long enough to be messing with me. You ain't strong he said, enough. He said, "Can you lift up your voice to the clouds?" Do your ears hang low? Do they wobble to the floor? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God came at him though. But you know, that's I, I guess that's just a uh, I guess that had to be said. You know what I mean? Like God is the end all be all. You know what I'm saying? Jehovah means causes to become. So whatever I need to become, I can become it. So you worried about the wrong things? I, I, your suffering is just is temporary you know what I'm saying with me it's forever so you know relax I got this you know but that's hard though 
feel for Job. I feel like as a human being, I can't speak as an omni, 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 all present, all knowing being. I just can't. You know, we like, you know, we like, we, 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 if he had said we had the face of a mustard seed, we would be able to move mountains. So obviously, nobody has the face of a mustard seed on the whole planet or has ever had that much faith. You know what I'm saying? Maybe until like, you know, biblical days, but shoot, that's hard, man. Shit, people out here are PTSD, depression, got low self esteem, self doubt. It's a lot, man. Money woes. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's a lot to deal with, man. It's hard You're to right. be like, man, I love, man, God is good, God is great. You know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, you lose fear of your people. You're like, what the? Meanwhile, killers and robbers and, and evil folks get to live to be 90, 100, and, you know, a, a nice life and enjoy the fruits of labor. Like they said, like, you know, I, re- I think about, uh, you know, the slavery days and um, how, you know, the, the slave masters won't let you read. But it's the only thing that you read is the Bible. You know, so that's the only thing that they were permit the slaves to, you know, then have as far as written written word. And that was only because they wanted to control your narrative. So your heaven, your riches will be waiting for you Later. above. While you down here, while we down here eating steak and turning, and, and, and turning the other cheek. Yep. Yeah, you down, we whooping y'all asses. Don't worry, because God's going to reward y'all up in heaven. It's the same thing with the pre- I, I the same thing with the preachers in the pulpit today. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that all of them are, but it's funny when they need money, they ask you. But when you need money, they tell you to ask God. What kind of shit is that? Terrible. You know what I mean? It's kind of wild. You think about it like that. You know they got ATMs, Starbucks, and some of these churches now. Web websites, payment plans. You know what I'm saying? And you can do all that good shit and come time for you to get married or buried, they like, nah, you ain't tithed enough. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they hit you. They hit you with the, nah, bro. I mean, you missed the, you missed your tithing on January of 2019. Nah, I'm sorry, we can't help you. What? You know what I mean? You got preachers in a pulpit wearing Gucci jumpsuits. You know what I mean? On on wax, talking about, y'all, I ain't good enough for Mavado watch. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's sickening it's ridiculous it's crazy you know it's crazy you got you know so i had to i i i went i went another route so i just had to get oh, I, you're I, fine. I vented real quick so you know i but, was just uh, gonna say you you don't can i i'm done go ahead please okay jeremy you got something to say real quick no you good no i was just gonna say you do end up with the the faith of a mustard seed right you kind of do and so as you go through experiences you kind of learn what side of the bread joe what side of, of the bread that you buttered on right because them experiences make you start calling out to your higher power and learning how to put that mustard seed faith into him you know what i'm saying and so as you yeah. grow and you mature when you going through stuff, that's where that mustard seed faith come from. Because you can't call on your friend. You can't call on your mama and your daddy. That ain't going back to when I always talk about um, you got to bear your own cross. That's yours. You got to carry it. When you die, you're going to die by yourself. Wherever you go and do, you know, you're going to do it alone. You're going to get to heaven or hell by yourself. And so then, why not attach yourself to the source? 
right? Because when Satan do come and try to or them cars or them TVs at your house or break in or, or whatever the story look like, you get raped, you get beat, you end up on drugs and alcohol. You know what I'm saying? When Satan do attack those things, you still got your feet planted. Your feet is still in the soil. And so then if you're attached to God, ain't nothing Satan can do to you, right? So just like Job ended up getting devil for his trouble, what do you think you gonna get if you had that faith of a mustard seed? What do you think is yeah. due you? Now it might not yeah. come in your generation, right? right? But your lineage may be blessed from it. Right. You might That's not what I, see it. I wanted you to explain it. I appreciate that. That what you just well, said needs to be you... taught. It needs to be taught nationwide in in spirituality. I'm not even gonna just say religion, spirituality, because most of us, including myself, were taught that the good stuff that we are to receive is supposed to come to us while we're alive. As long as you know, we talk about it all the time. That all you gotta do is. All you got to do is this, and it's going to be be the results. Like you said, though, there are some sacrifices, and there are some things that you're going to go through, and your kids are going to reap, you know, the struggle, the faith, and everything that you went through, or your grandkids. So you may not see that redemption in your lifetime, but we don't talk about that fluently enough, and it runs people from religion because... You know, if, if I'm not rooted in God a certain way and I see Talisha praying, she doing everything right. And then here it is. You die homeless and broke. I'm going to say, well, did that shit didn't work. You know, it'll blow my confidence and, and my faith because I just did work. So what you said is, is a mouthful and actually should be said on a bigger platform and understood. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead, Roy. No, no, no. I was listening to what he said. I like what he said. Well, but back to that mustard seed faith. Are y'all ready to wrap it up? Any last words? Because I'll close this up. Oh, no. I think we touched nah. on everything pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, Unforeseen occurrences we fall us all, you know, like that's 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 my I swear that's gotta be my favorite uh Bible reference quote interpretation or whatever you wanna say. That's like so it means so much to me because it's like one minute you you're your own, next minute you're just going through hell. And then next minute you could be up again. And it, it's you know, as long as you living, as long as you breathing, it, it can it can go up and down left and right all day every day so it's just be thankful for the things you have and uh pray for the, and be and and pray for uh guidance and patience and and all those things you know what i mean because you know it it, it can change you know like they like the saying says it says uh, grant the serenity grant me serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom, the wisdom to know the difference. That's from, you know, that's deep. You know, so. I'll be uh, thankful for any little thing. And 
so then with this mustard seed faith we I want to go back to the highs and the lows because I even spoke about that on the podcast with your son right some days you're gonna find yourself in the valley and sometimes you're gonna find yourself up in the mountains but when you're in the mountains you can't look down on the people that's in the valleys right you gotta always make sure you keeping your heart right no matter what you're going through because it's that mustard seed faith that's gonna activate you on the inside to keep your hair strong and keep you in the game because you don't want to be taken out we all have some type of purpose I meet somebody in the grocery store and the conversation that you have with them might have stopped them from blowing their brains out you know what I'm saying and so we never know why we encounter those that we do but that mustard seed faith is what gives us that strength to keep going and the only way you get that is to go through some things is to experience some stuff you can I can't get mustard seed faith off of what you say right but if you if I go through it and then you went through it and you overcame it now you can come to me and tell me about it and give me some ways but then it's still gonna be up to me to decide if I want to use what you gave me to get through and overcome what it was that I had just endured and so if we keep our eyes set on the source and that source is God then when stuff do arise in our life you know, we get a little bit more energy. And every time a blow comes, happens to us, that pothole come, you know, we get a little bit stronger and stronger. So instead of running and retreating, we able to stand up and fight and battle it out. And so we're not saying, you know, surrender and turn your life around, you know, um, overnight, because it's definitely a process. The one thing that irks me the most is, is them track star Christians. Right, they get in the church, they read a couple scriptures, and now they smart as the world. Right. And they could come out and then they want to try to judge you and tell you what you're doing wrong, and you only been out for three days, you know, and now you smart. You know, you gotta be slow. Slow and steady wins the race. And you gotta have that ear to hear and to be able to go through so that you can make it to the end. If you exert all your energy in the in the in the beginning. How you, you gonna make it to the end? You will never get there. And so you wanna learn as much as you can so that you can grow that faith, so that you can help others get to where you are. So you can kind of stay in the mountains. So when them valley times happen, you in a valley, but it don't even look like you in a valley because your mindset is in the, in the mountains. Is that making any sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so, we got to say we are not bible scholars we are just sharing how we feel our opinions about it and if you know somebody else want to come in and and talk about the book of Job, then we are more than inviting and i'm telling you i'm never above correction hold on one thing how many cattle did you say he had too many i want (laughs) want to do the math on that too he had 51 million yeah (laughs) 500 500 oxen 500, 500 donkeys and 7,000 sheep. Uh, what? 5,000 sheep? 
Seven seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred oxen, bro. Uh, an, an, an ox today costs about three grand. <laughs> fifty-one million in yeah, fifty-one million in donkeys. Hey, Joe was that dude, man. <laughs> and he still wasn't the richest man ever. Like as far as in the Bible, who was the Solomon? Who's the was Massa in the Bible? No, nah, heck, he, nah, nah. he wasn't no Bible. He wasn't. He, he was. He was. He wasn't even born. He was born way after Jesus. Like in the uh, what thirteen hundred? Mansa Musa. Let me see. Mansa. Let me look him up. We we pivoted now. Mansa. I'm gonna look him up. Mansa. No, I'm. I want to know what it is. Mansa Musa. My man was came around in thirteen hundred. He's in thirteen. Yep, thirteen twelve. Yeah, thirteen twelve. Yeah, because he's the richest man in history, but shit, I'm thinking of the biblical time. King Solomon was the richest man. I'm about to say he and Solomon, so I thought Solomon was the richest one. Man, so I wonder I wonder if I wonder if, I wonder if Solomon probably came over there like, oh that's that's cute. You see three thousand. He's only got three thousand sheep, guys. <laughs> this guy right here. We got a nice little this is a nice little uh mansion you have here, a nice castle. <laughs> How many rooms? Four hundred. <laughs> it. it still say it still say Mansa Musa is the, was the richest person ever. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at that too. I guess that's too, but I'm, I'm I was talking about like embezzlement time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he came, yeah, he came a little. He came a little bit later on down the line, but yeah, he's out here, Solomon. This is this is nice. Nice, only four hundred rooms, huh? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. That's why I try to play. It's all right. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's pretty good, bro. That's pretty good. I like that. That's cute. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, that's that $3,000. Man, like, let me see. That's cute. <laughs> what? Okay, shit. This is nice. Oh, you got a whole city for a house, huh? Okay, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> quaint. <laughs> quaint. This is quaint. Somebody do the word like quaint. Yeah, this is cozy. <laughs> Nice and cozy, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you're doing okay, bro? You good? <laughs> we gonna get up out of here. It's cramped. We gonna get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right, where are you gonna take us out? I gotta do it. Jeremy, let him do it. He's cooler at doing it. If you hanging there with me, I hanging there with you. That's the show. Peace. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs>